How are you, Austin? I'm good. I'm good. I got I got a great show lined up for us today. We're gonna kind of switch content per uh, per episode, but we got a good one today. I think you're gonna like this. I'm looking forward. But before we dive in, um, I have a little surprise for you, Austin. Oh, you do? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so All let right. me just find first off for the viewers as we said we're gonna pimp the show as we go along so last episode we kind of added branding we added our cool ai generated logo and now we have some more fancy like streaming software so every time we're gonna try and step it up a bit but for this episode i figured like what what does any good like online video show need it needs sonic branding an intro Ah yes, I mean yes. I you can't it. you can't talk about distinctiveness and effectiveness without talking about Sonic branding, right? You can't. So you can't. Basically, what I did is I found this 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 thing called Mellow Bytes online, and it's an AI image to sound <laughs> generator. So I, what I did is I uploaded our little ugly duckling which is our logo <laughs> and it generated a song for us and yes. now, i i now want to play that song to you and i want to see live reactions from you is that is that are you ready for it that is, i'm ready for this i'm ready okay just <laughs> let me just uh, quickly let's do it let's play <laughs> Does it ever end? Does it just keep going for two hours? I, I have no idea. I haven't listened to the, the full, <laughs> the full. But I love, I love like the little squeaking duck sounds. That's, that's great. I mean, it play, picked play up it on again, it. And I will yeah. play it again, and we'll 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 talk an intro over this. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome hey. to the BS show with <laughs> Steph and Austin. The most Are shittiest show on the internet. <laughs> Okay. Love it. <laughs> Hold on. We got that out of the way. I think it's. Oh, oh my God. St- oh, stop playing. Goes. Oh, yep, yep. I think you should oh. just keep it playing throughout the entire broadcast. Yeah, that, that'd I be think cool. That would be, that'd I be just messed, messed up our uh, little overlay, but we can adjust this so people. Great. We, we kind of broke the screen with this, but okay. Now, that was it for the, <laughs> the jokes. Now, now, if am, you. Am I supposed to see? Am I supposed to see our little overlays or no? You should, yeah. Don't you? I do not. Um, That's weird. Let me see here. Anyways, it's looking really good, Austin. Weird. <laughs> All right. Well, I will take your word for it. <laughs> so tell me, what, what what do you have planned for us today? As I have a hangover and didn't feel like doing anything. <laughs> Uh, So for all of you Breaking Bad and Better Call Saw fans out there, we are going to analyze Saw Goodman's brilliant advertising strategy and uh, and see what we think about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Well, I'm I'm a fan of the show, obviously, but also uh, a very meta of you to go for that kind of topic. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. what, what, what should we see first? Okay, so this first, uh, so first of all, for those who don't know Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, it's okay. 
is still going to be a great show for you, okay? But to introduce <laughs> you a little to the character, we got Saul Goodman. His actual name is Jimmy McGill, right? So you learned that in the prequel, Better Call Saul, to the to Breaking Bad, where he plays a, a sleazy lawyer who uh, introduces the characters in Breaking Bad to some really sleazy people. Um, and uh, and in Better Call Saul, we get kind of a, a look at his evolution as a lawyer and, and kind of his story, his background. And... Um, He's based off of a real life lawyer in Albuquerque. I can't. I think Ron Bell is the guy's name, um, <laughs> but really he's based off of you know every you know every state has their own Saul Goodman. Um, so I, I lived first in Arkansas, and then now I live in Wisconsin, and and I have seen two different lawyers have two different uh personas and have been watching their their commercials for years so uh everybody has this wacky cheesy you know lawyer heard in a car wreck call so and so right <laughs> and so the show the show the character is saw good men in breaking bad and then the show better call saw is based off of this you know the behind the scenes of this of this wacky lawyer that people see on tv so um to introduce the first video in the show better call saul um, we he starts to work. Long story short, not going to be any spoilers here, but he works for a uh, kind of prestigious class action lawsuit type law firm, and uh, they have aired commercials in the past. And this is one of those uh, one of those commercials, or at least this is the style of commercial that they've always released before. So we're going to play this one first. Let's watch. If you or a loved one is a resident of a Sandpiper Crossing facility or similar retirement community, you may be eligible to receive compensation. Residents of some Sandpiper Crossing or similar retirement communities may have been overcharged for goods and services. In partnership with the law offices of Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill, the law offices of Davis and Maine are working to help those who have been overcharged by their retirement communities. For your free consultation, call Davis and Maine at 505-242-7700. That's 505-242-7700. So what, what happens in the show is, is he sees this commercial, Saul Goodman sees this commercial, and he's like, what's going on here? And his little assistant is saying that they, they spent hours and weeks and months having meetings about how fast this little blue orb should be and and you know, what it should look like and all of these things. And, and Saul is like, no, there needs to be a little bit, you know, something special in the commercials that we're doing to try to get these specific clients to join in on a lawsuit and they're old people. So he decides mm -hmm. to target them in their homes while they're watching Matlock. And, uh, and this is the, the commercial that he comes up with. My husband and I scrimped and saved for so many years. We did our best to build a nest egg so that we wouldn't be a burden to our family. After Ronald passed, I moved to an assisted living facility, a nice place. They told me they'd take care of everything, but then one day they said all my money was gone. How could that be? Where did it all go? If you or a loved one is a resident of a Sandpiper Crossing facility or other associated retirement community, you may be eligible to receive compensation. For a free consultation, call the law offices of Davis and Maine at 505-242-7700. That's 505-242-7700. <laughs> so what are your initial reactions to these first two commercials, Steph? What are you thinking? I mean... The the second one is like definitely a lot more on target in terms of I mean 
the audience it's for it's a lot more emotionally engaging it got my attention right. quickly right. the first one kind of funny though it it did stand out in it like in its simplicity like just the voiceover yeah. and the text it also has its own little charm so i, I wouldn't <laughs> per se know which one was the most effective but I'm, i would guess the second <laughs> one was just a tad more more uh, attention grabbing right right now let me ask you this uh have you ever seen a commercial like the first one in belgium no i haven't Okay, so these are actually pretty common here in the states to just have really? you know mes it's like mesothelioma or it's you know asbestos or something and and there's some sort of class action lawsuit and you see some sort of really simple text screen that talks about you know being uh, uh, injured or hurt or whatever by whatever the thing is they're trying to get clients <laughs> for. So it, it's it, so it's like is... we don't have money to produce something but exactly. we just have money exactly. to put it on tv so the the production budget is like super super right. low <laughs> right so so to me to me if you i mean it's very targeted towards people that are at a particular retirement home and mm. so to that extent the people that are actually going to see it who are at one of those retirement homes are going to obviously remember that like you know they should be paying attention to some sort of trickery that's been going on uh in their lives um so from that you know from that standpoint it would probably work right um but if let's say if these were just two commercials for the law firm itself and they weren't for a particular class action lawsuit then you know you see a lot of at least a while ago um when when people used to watch uh, live TV. And uh, when that kind of style of commercial was really popular, you would have seen quite a bit of these and it probably wouldn't have stood out too much for you. But then the the woman in the black and white, which is also kind of a common, you know, trope of lawyers, cheesy acting, right? Um, mm -hmm. Emotional appeals uh, in the States. Um, but it would have definitely stood out a little more and would have caught your attention more. And I, I think the big one right yeah. there is, is, is attention to me. Um, so, so now that he's, he's, he's working for this, this law firm and, and he wants to do these commercials, but he kind of is restricted by the brand that he's advertising for. Eventually he goes off on his own. I'm not really giving any spoilers away since in Breaking Bad, he is already on his own. Yeah. Um, but this is, this is the, uh, the first commercial that he decides to, uh, to recruit a bunch of college students, college film students to film for him, uh, here once he goes goes off on his own and 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 to uh important piece here i guess is that uh he's gotten into elder law because old people love him he's realized and so now he's decided <laughs> to be a lawyer for old people and so here is his next commercial so so basically he found uh like a solid niche and then he he really exactly, exactly. is building yep. his tribe in that niche which is a very exactly. smart play by by this man obviously let's let's watch definitely definitely <laughs> You are the greatest generation. You didn't start World War II, but you sure as heck finished it. And if that weren't enough, you sent a rocket 300 feet tall to the moon. Now, in your golden years, you need someone looking out for you. Someone you can trust. A man who says what he does and does what he says. When you need someone to count on... Gimme Jimmy! Gimme Jimmy! Gimme Jimmy! Because Moxie is in such short supply these days. Jimmy McGill, a lawyer you can trust. 
I love the fact that he says a lawyer you can't trust. It's like there's so much implied beneath that. It's really like a, <laughs> a, a, a traditional challenger positioning statement. It's like we mm. try harder or something else. It's like you can trust me, not all the rest of right. the lawyers. Solid positioning. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No other lawyer is trying to gain your trust. That's they don't talk about that. Of course, <laughs> being sarcastic. Of course, my wife did say that in our first episode we were sarcastic quite a lot, and so maybe we tone that down a little bit. But uh, yes, <laughs> yes. The the idea here is is uh, is many people might say is yeah you can be the only law firm that that is. Uh, associated with trust right but clearly he's just saying some generic thing that no one really you know uh that doesn't separate him whatsoever um but i'm curious about just kind of the uh if somebody is watching this commercial and they're not paying attention to the message what do you think is gonna is gonna how, how is this ad going to be effective or is it going to be effective well maybe first quickly uh effective as we are saying words maybe what what do you mean by effective is it going to build the uh I, I guess at this point the jimmy mcgill brand long term i think so i mean okay. the only real issues i see is like i think the the it it like the brand payoff comes up comes up really late so you're you're gonna have mm -hmm. a lot of people not seeing the like jimmy part so i'd yep, probably yep. put that in the first five or ten seconds to at least have that hook for people that don't know all don't, don't want to see all the rest but mm -hmm. it is kind of engaging the, the the problem is for me it's like hard to imagine as it's like it's in this other universe and i love this guy because of his like his the way he does it so it's hard for me to judge right. but yeah i think there's a couple of issues with it but overall it would make people aware what do you think the distinctive brand assets are in this commercial well the jimmy part right the yep yep that's the that's the real hook yep yep i would also add to that uh i'm going to just refer to him as saul goodman throughout this show because you know that's how yeah. i was introduced to him, but uh, uh, saw Goodman uh, here. His face is very distinct, and his voice is very distinct. Yeah. Um, so if if there was like a generic looking lawyer that might have been doing this same kind of advertisement that just had a normal voice, of course, over time, if you keep seeing him a, a whole lot, you're going to become familiar with him. But I yeah. think that that with the actor who plays Saul Goodman in both of these shows, he's just a very distinct looking person and has a very distinct voice. And so I think that also certainly adds a bit. Um, so so moving on to the, the third third, right? Yeah, the third uh, Saul Goodman commercial here. Now he's changed his name. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, right. go ahead. Yep. So now he's changed his name and he takes your advice, Steph. He, he must have seen into the future about the tagline being at the very end of the commercial. And here is his his uh, his next rendition. I had a good job until my boss accused me of stealing. I better call Saul. I was out partying, minding my own business. You are under arrest. I'd better call Saul. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do, and so do I. I believe that until proven guilty, every man, woman, and child in this country is innocent. And that's why I fight for you, Albuquerque. 
love the love the like little sequences the little mini stories actually it's funny because <laughs> yeah. we we were we were just working on a campaign for the brand i'm working for and the, one of the things was like first doing longer 30 second videos where you tell this emotional story and then we did a second variation where it's like six 10 seconds mini stories very like short yet also keeping a little bit of the whatever emotion you want to get out of it and it was really a lot more effective i mean obviously in digital spaces that's even more because you have less time to get the attention so i'm thinking these ads would work a lot better in today's youtube Mm pre-roll ad like you only have six seconds (laughs) yeah that's actually really interesting. That's that's good. Uh, yeah. So so they can they can keep this campaign going for well into it's, our age right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. super. You it's also super will notice clearer. Right. You will also notice that after every story, there's the better call Saul. Right. So he's doing that. He's also showing his face at the end and his voice. Um, and then, of course, the cheesy green screen and bad acting is going to get anybody's attention. You know, they might laugh <laughs> at it, of course, <laughs> and not take it seriously. But, you know, many people, uh, I think, would take this seriously. Maybe not, you know, the commercials themselves, but because they know the name Saul Goodman in the future, they will likely, whenever they're in in some sort of scenario where they need a, a criminal lawyer, you've noticed that he's transitioned from... Uh, from elder law to to criminal law i i haven't seen the last season so i don't know how that happens but um uh, so he pivoted uh, or he 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 pivoted he 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 rebranded himself he repositioned himself Mm -hmm. he found a new tribe which is actually (laughs) if you if you think about it that's what a lot of like startups and scale-ups are doing like they they Yep. They come out with this idea, we're going to position this desk that way. And then they realize, well, that artificial idea about how we were going to do the market didn't work out. And they look for new audiences. And, and this is basically what Saul is doing, trying to find better product market fit. So I told you that every state in the United States has their own Saul Goodman, and likely several Saul Goodmans, whether that's a lawyer or a car dealership or like a sporting goods store. Um, and I did not want to disappoint my local uh, Milwaukee fans. Uh, hmm. And I also wanted to introduce you and, and all of the foreigners out there <laughs> and all over the world internationally um, to uh, to our local Saul Goodman. And his name is David Gruber. Let's take a look. One call, that's all. It means a lot. One call, that's all. That means they're going to take care of business, man. Just what it says. One call, that's all. <laughs> One call, that's all. One call, that's all. It's a one call, that's all. One call, and that's all. One call, that's all. I didn't believe, but now I do. One call, that's all it takes. One call, that's all. That's all it took, and I thank them. If you've been injured, call Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. You're driving along, and then it happens. You get hurt in a car wreck. After your car wreck, the insurance adjuster may show up at your door and try to tape record you. Don't say anything. Call us first. It may mean the difference of tens of thousands of dollars or more. Don't say anything and don't sign anything until you talk to Gruber Law Offices. Remember, if you've been hurt in a car wreck, call Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Uh, What are your thoughts of, of David Gruber here, Steph? 
Oh my god, it looks so so <laughs> trashy. Like I, I mean, I think even th- this might be cultural context, but here, th- I mean, we we're not used to seeing any type of that ad. So for me, I think it's even more <laughs> like, like what kind of scamminess? I don't think uh, lawyers are even like allowed to to behave or advertise like that here mm, but so so it feels super super trashy i do love the one call that's all <laughs> moment <laughs> right right yeah so let's let's pretend that it's not cheesy and sleazy and trashy okay because there are a lot of people that will not call him because of that if they're hurt in a car wreck right yeah but then there's also other people he offers free advice so there's a lot of people that might just be like yeah i'm not gonna yeah. go with him as my lawyer but i can at least like see do I need a lawyer? Do I need to take this to the next level? Whatever. Exactly. And and ideally, Gruber's law office has people on the phones that are really good at saying at talking people into just going with them. It's the easy choice at that point. You've already talked to someone. Whatever, right? Exactly. Um, but but for many people, will never call Gruber. Obviously. So, <laughs> but taking that outside of the outside of the scenario here, uh, what do you think about the ad? in terms of will it be remembered and will it will it potentially build the David Gruber brand over time? Hmm. Interesting. Let me just have a look because I think like the first one was a lot more like very soft and, and like friendly mm-hmm. and the second one was a lot more like it's a different it's a totally Driving different I think this one, the the one the with the, the car crash, I think that's the one right. that's going to take more attention because it, mm-hmm. it kind of like, even though the animation looks crappy, it kind of grabs your attention, like what's happening, this car crash, and then he comes in. So, yeah. so I'm feeling the second one will have more effect for sure. Got it. And you know, that, that is an interesting point because his, his more recent ads have been like the first one. The just yeah, like more. talking head saying, he's helped me with this and soft music in the background and all of that, right? It, I don't know if I've even yeah. seen one of the, I, I think the, the herd in a car wreck thing or the the whiteboard one happened before I moved here. I've been here like three years and I, yeah. I didn't see him until I moved here. But within a month, I knew who David Gruber was. <laughs> I mean, every time he came on the TV, I laughed. <laughs> and the funny thing about David Gruber is he's been doing these ads for th- at least 13 years from what I could find. The, the earliest ad on YouTube was wow. from 2008. And I have no idea wow. how long he's been doing it before then. But he has stuck with this tagline, one call, that's all, the entire time. So I mean, given that context, what do you think about, about his, uh, his strategy here? <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I think Mr. Gruber has a lot better sense of what it means to build a brand than a lot of marketers that are right? a lot smarter and have big MBAs and work at Unilever or wherever the hell they're working. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Mr. Gruber, yeah. hats off to you. you. You know what you're doing. One call, that's all. One call, One that's call, all. One call, that's all. <laughs> you know, the I beauty love, of this. I love these, these like alliterations, like in the, like yeah. the actual one call, that's all. It's like the, this, there's like a nice sonic play to it and it makes it mm-hmm. so easy to, to remember. And like, I think that's often forgotten when we're doing like mm-hmm. these brand messaging yep. things where it's like, we want to find the words that have the right meaning, but often yep. it's like the things that it makes your mouth do. <laughs> is more important than what it means it's just like there's this this rhythm to it and i I really love it so 
yeah i love i love it one call that's all man great one great. call that's all now here's the here's the really funny part about this okay so uh you might think it's a pretty generic tagline one call that's all maybe other people have used this tagline somewhere else in the world and uh you would be correct in fact david gruber himself is friends with the four other people who have trademarked the one call that's all tagline across what? the United States. And they go on trips to Vegas all the time. They're good friends. <laughs> the one call that's all alliance. The, the one call that's all alliance. So how about you play a video and, and let's see who these other friends of David Gruber are. One call. That's all. One call. That's all. Make one call, that's all, to 877-1500 and let us hit a home run for you. Remember when the insurance company offered you $10,000 for your case? Where do you think they are now? $15,000? dollars $100,000? $270,000. You want to take that? Heck yeah, I want to take it. One call, that's all. Heard in a wreck and need a check? Don't hire some clown. You know who to call. I'm attorney Glenn Lerner. One call, that's all. 877 Now handling testosterone therapy heart attack cases. Little Ruby went out, walking her dog, and all of a sudden she heard some tires fall. He saw a fender bender right before her eyes. A woman got out and said, now who do I call? Richard Schwartz. One call, one call. One call. That's all. My. All right. Well, let's let's. So pause it real quick. The the country song you just heard. This is his latest rendition that he played in the 2020 Super Bowl. Right here. Let's play this video here. What? (laughs) Oh, what she got hurt? You need to call Richard Schwartz. Get that money. If you hurt on the job or in an accident, you should know that you're not alone. Call Richard Schwartz, he can help with that. All you gotta do is pick up that phone. Yeah, one call, that's all. When you need help, call Richard Schwartz, cause he I feel like you've uncovered like a some kind of conspiracy theory or a plot somewhere. Like it's it's it, there's something deeper behind this. I feel it. Yes, <laughs> yes. There there is. A, I did see a John Oliver um, special one time about car dealerships, and there are companies that uh, that have templated car dealership scripts, and all you have to do is just kind of replace the words with your own company so that that is a thing but but before we you know we talk more about that i'm curious what are your thoughts so far of all of these commercials if these commercials ran for years what do you think is going to happen i mean it's super sticky that's just obviously the 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 cheesiness aside i think it's it's very sticky and i think if if you manage 
to do those types of ad with with just a little bit more like taste and panache then you're yeah. you're off to the races man i mean it's yeah. it's just great formats it's it, it has a lot mm -hmm. of the elements we want to see and interestingly what i also find because that's like even when i'm working on campaigns it's a big struggle to find ways to like make the problem of your clients or the needs of your clients very tangible yet also have like this emotional promise and then also have the distinctive assets the stickiness like mm -hmm. it's a it's not easy to find a balance and a lot of these ads actually start out with like focusing on like the customer's problem like you you you, you, right. you have a car right. crash and then right. they stick on their 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 logo and say well call me it's very like this is a if we want to do like the academic version they start with the category entry point like why do you mm -hmm. need yep. to enter yep. this category exactly. and then straight exactly. away they just slap on their brand and it's a very <laughs> direct way but it, it i think if you keep repeating it over and over and even yep. like the the choices they make in terms of channel by doing this on tv i mean it, mm -hmm. there's so much of the brand building playbook and yet it's also very tasteless <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I think that's, that's the, you know, I think as advertisers, we, we often, you know, we, we are thinking about what our colleagues are going to think about us. Yeah. And we're not thinking about what the customer is going to think about us, right? And so, I, you know, I used to actually intern as a, as a film intern um, with a production company uh, in college who produced, um, if, if anybody is watching from the States, then it's the J.G. Wentworth, it's my money and I, I want it now commercials, which everybody knows when I, when I met my wife, she lives here in Wisconsin. I only saw them in Arkansas and she knew the commercials and was <laughs> familiar with them. And I worked for the production company that, that, that filmed these commercials. And one of the guys at one point, I think he was maybe a director. Um, he was telling me, you know, like we, we really do do good work. Like, don't look at this commercial. Like this, this is, this is not our best work. Look at this commercial. And he showed me like some, some really well, like, you know, yeah. good cinematography. It was well-produced. It was, you know, and it, it was kind of emotional, but it was also a pretty generic commercial for a bank. And, and at the time, like, I thought you're right. Like I would be so embarrassed. Why are you still doing these commercials? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. You know? And even when I was a, like younger, before I was even thinking I would do advertising as a career, I was always, you know, looking at commercials like this on the TV and saying, you know, like you could do so much better. Like, why are people not <laughs> doing so much better? Right. Um, but the reality is like uh, as advertisers, we're ashamed of that kind of work, even if it's really effective. Right. Um, exactly. David Gruber is not only investing in TV advertisements, you know, every probably 20th billboard in the city of milwaukee has his face plastered on it yeah with that same tagline one call that's all right it's a so, omni-channel approach <laughs> right 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 so like you know sometimes it's, you know we don't need to go to the extremes but you know mm. we, we also shouldn't be ashamed if if we do make a commercial like that because that's you know what the client needs and it makes sense for them you know yeah. because um there's there's you know, even though it's a really cheesy and, 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 you know, we're worried about what our colleagues would think about a commercial like that. You know, sometimes we have to block out our colleagues and just say, OK, well, what's going to actually be effective? You know, and exactly. I think that's that's why I wanted to bring all of these ads to the table, because, um, you know, 
Saul Goodman is a trope, but he's a trope because a lot of people are doing these commercials and they're doing it and they're making a ton of money mm. with their law firms making these commercials. I mean, I don't know David Gruber's net worth, but I can guarantee you he's, <laughs> he's likely he likely has the largest law firm in the entire state, maybe even in the region. Right. Yeah. Um, so so make fun of them if you want. But they work mm. now we we as yeah. we as advertisers we can look at we can look at these commercials and then look at the the good bones yep. like underneath these commercials and then we can even follow that format i mean you yep. could follow david Gru- gruber's advertising strategy to a t and just get rid of the cheesy stuff replace you know uh yourself as a distinctive asset who can't act yep. with you know a character or you could you know also have another tagline that's very similar and just like Put it everywhere and 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 try to reach out to as many people as possible and and yeah. you've got a great great strategy for success here. This is like it's super interesting. We we see like I think a lot of people in marketing and especially in advertising, we we look at like the these sites like AdAge and, and Campaign mm-hmm. and we see yeah. all these yeah. wonderfully can awarded yeah. like ads out there and this becomes like the the case study for success but like this is one of the most interesting case studies for success it's like people that have these solid businesses that have been doing it for years i mean if it wouldn't work for them they would stop right the the consistency is the argument here it it makes right that's true that's a good point and 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 also like one thing i wanted to add for people that like want to even get deeper into this topic there's a whole book by uh paul feldwick it's called how does the peddler sing and it's basically this it's about he he really shows that the origins of advertising is like snake oil people on stages Mm -hmm. in in towns like and entertaining being on stages doing funny stuff that sticks with people and then selling some kind of weird hair growth whatever stuff but it's really about the not being afraid to be just entertaining to be just funny to be just weird to be just sticky and not be like the perfectly good citizen or the 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 wonderful artful uh, result and i think that's 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 the whole case study here today so i I really love that yep yeah Last question for you, and I think it's a very important one, Steph. You got these five guys. They're all friends. They're all, you know, invested in the one call, that's all tagline and advertising strategy. They're all loaded because we know it's working. How much money do they gamble in Las Vegas when they go, do you think? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, this is this is tricky. Let's say, let's say I'm just throwing the art here. Let's say 500K, $500,000. I don't know the answer. I wish I did. I, maybe I should reach out to David Gruber and ask him. But you know, it could be in the millions. These people, man, I don't know how much money they have, but if they're One addicted call. to gambling, it could be in the millions. <laughs> oh, and they must be laughing their asses off like all the time. Cool, that's all. <laughs> this is an interesting yeah. story, man. This is a super interesting story. Thanks for digging it up, and uh, I'm looking forward to our next episode.